With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. How about Justin Fields? now becoming potentially the new favorite for the San Francisco 49ers to draft in the wake of his second pro day, which Kyle Shanahan attended. And uh, I'm looking right now, by the way, I'll give you the absolute latest because we were talking about this with Todd Furman. Who is going uh, to draft uh, and end up with, uh, uh, with Justin Fields? And the expectation, we've been talking about this a lot, Mac Jones had moved into a pretty substantial favorite. And suddenly now, the money has started to come in on Justin Fields. So we know who's going number one overall, Trevor Lawrence, the Jacksonville Jaguars. We know who is going number two overall. Uh, It looks like a very strong likelihood that it's going to be Zach Wilson. Those are basically done uh, deals. And now, all of a sudden, there is, after a lot of money coming in on Mac Jones, suddenly there is a decent number of money that is coming in on, uh, on Justin Fields. Now, the question is, of course, is it possible that they went ahead and told Justin Fields that they were going to take him at, uh, at this event? What is the storyline here? Because Justin Fields is now at FanDuel.com, by the way. You can go get your bet in yourself. FanDuel.com slash Clay. Justin Fields is now minus 135 to be the San Francisco 49ers pick. And Mac Jones is back out to plus money. So either... People think they learned something from that second pro day, but Mac Jones had gotten all the way out to minus 333 in this scenario, 
And now uh, the uh, the flip side here is Justin Fields now the favorite to be the quarterback selected by uh, the uh, San Francisco 49ers. Dub, you like to gamble. Are you as exhilarated and as excited about the draft and also the combo between gambling on the draft as uh, as I am here that we've swung in the space of basically 24 hours from Mac Jones' big favorite to now Justin Fields' favored to be drafted by the 49ers? Well, first of all, I am I love the NFL draft. I went to the draft when it was here in Nashville. How fun was that, oh by the way? Oh, my God, dude. It was actually one of the best sporting events, I'm going to call it a sporting event, that I've ever been to. It was awesome. The fans were from all over the country. And, I mean, that's the last normal draft we've had because last year we went virtual and we were supposed to go to Las Vegas. And then this year, I don't even know what they're – I guess it's virtual again. I haven't even really read or heard. I'm assuming there's not going to be 100,000 people like there were on Broadway down in Nashville. But I love the NFL draft. I'm just like you. Uh, but surprisingly, I haven't made any bets or I don't really – actually bet on the draft i just like watching it because i like We're, i'm I'm a, i mean i'm a football junkie i love the yeah. draft i love everything about it we are by the way you can bet on it at fanduel.com slash clay and there's so many interesting uh position totals and so many different uh different op- opportunities to bet like for example i'll tell you right now jamar chase is a monster favorite to be the first wide receiver drafted Jamar Chase minus 950 right now at FanDuel. Uh, first running back drafted, Najee Harris, pretty big fan, uh, pretty big favorite at minus 170. By the way, Clemson's Travis Etienne is in the second spot there. First offensive lineman drafted, Panay Sewell, uh, all the way out to minus 600, suggesting that he is going to be a big favorite there. Uh, first safety uh, is is a pretty like set situation. Patrick Sertain, uh, the second, obviously the son of Patrick Sertain, the first, and uh, and the first defensive lineman uh, drafted. Uh, likely to be quitty pay, right? So I can just run through all of these and you can go bet on them and then they have over-unders for players. Like where are the players going to go? Uh, For example, Kyle Pitts over-under is five and a half and he's on the under there. You can also bet on how many offensive players, how many defensive players, how many quarterbacks, uh, running backs. Like You can bet basically on everything right now, total wide receivers draft and everything else. I'm a draft junkie. We are 13 days away from the NFL draft officially being here. And that's a pretty big story to me that the day after effectively his pro day, suddenly second pro day, suddenly a ton of money came pouring in on Justin Fields. Why would this happen? Well, one possibility is in the wake of the uh, second pro day, Kyle Shanahan, maybe he said something to Justin Fields, like, okay, you're our dude. Uh, Maybe there is the expectation that he is just going to be the guy. This information, usually there's lots of people out there chirping, lots of people out there talking. But if, in fact, we end up in a situation uh, where things are actually going to break down and Justin Fields is the guy, that changes a lot of the calculus, right? Because... If the Atlanta Falcons are sitting at four and Justin Fields is still on the board, they might be getting more calls, maybe, over Justin Fields than they would have been uh, over Mac Jones. So if Mac Jones is there and it's Mac Jones and it's Trey Lance, maybe it makes it more likely that Kyle Pitts ends up being the pick. I just, I love everything about this 
and think it is a really, really cool uh, situation in general. So I love it. All right. That is one storyline that is out there as we are 13 days from the draft. The other storyline, and some people get mad about me being continuing to cover it, but I think it's the biggest story in maybe all of sports in terms of the impact that it could have right now, and it is Deshaun Watson. And significantly on Thursday, for the first time that I remember seeing, the Houston Police Department has officially confirmed that they have begun a criminal investigation into Deshaun Watson for potential sexual assault. And for those of you out there, I'm putting my lawyer hat on now. For those of you out there that have not been aggressively following this case, this is a really bad sign for Deshaun Watson. Because as I told you over the past couple of weeks, there are really three different issues for Deshaun Watson from a legal and play perspective that he needs to be worried about. And I'm going to tell you about their, uh, their ranking in order of significance. The first and least significant is the NFL personal conduct policy. The NFL is going to investigate Deshaun Watson and try to determine if he has violated the NFL personal conduct policy, and if so, they are going to suspend him. I would be stunned beyond belief if Deshaun Watson will cooperate in any way with this investigation because based on all the evidence that is out there right now, I'm telling you the truth, I would be stunned if Deshaun Watson plays football in 2021 anywhere. I think it's likely that he is going to sit out this season either for suspension or with legal issues hanging over his head. I do not believe that he is going to be able to play football for the Houston Texans in 2021. But I would never cooperate with the NFL because he has nothing to gain there. Second most significant issue he faces. 22, I believe, is the current number of lawsuits with the women now having put their names to the charges that are outstanding against Deshaun Watson. These are civil lawsuits. The standard of uh, liability for civil lawsuits is 50% plus a scintilla, a needle. If a jury finds you to be 50% plus a thread, over the liability threshold, then theoretically, Deshaun Watson would have to pay damages in these cases. Rusty Harden, who is Deshaun Watson's attorney, has said so far, we intend to go to trial, jury trial, in 22 different cases. That is a bunch of malarkey. There is no way that that is actually going to happen. I, if I were advising Deshaun Watson, because some of you say, okay, Clay, what would you do if you were Deshaun Watson? I would tell him to settle all of these cases immediately. Whatever it is going to cost you is a small drop in the bucket of whatever you are likely to make in your career as an NFL quarterback. Even if it costs you $20 million, you have to pay that and you have to pay it sooner rather than later to avoid any more criminal issues that may be arising, which we'll get to in a moment. And honestly, I think Deshaun Watson has received really poor advice because Tony Busby, there are emails out there that show that if Tony Busby had gotten his way, Deshaun Watson would have settled this first case for $100,000. There would have been a non-disclosure signed. It would have never gone public in any way. And so this would have been 
and easy resolution. Nothing else ever goes forward. That is the end of it. Boom, it goes away almost instantaneously. A lot of these women never go forward. This never goes public. I think Deshaun Watson got awful advice. They could have settled this, guys, for $100,000. That's a rounding error to Deshaun Watson, who just signed a $160 million deal. His overall persona doesn't get attacked. His character isn't called into question. Many of these women never come forward at all, probably if the first lawsuit isn't filed. This is one of the all-time bad advice miscalculations. I don't know the people that represent Deshaun Watson, but if I were talking to him right now, I would tell him he needs to fire all of his representation because they led him astray. I'm not saying that he behaved perfectly. I'm just saying they led him astray. And then the final issue that's now out there that the Houston police have confirmed is they are criminally investigating this case. If you are facing criminal charges, instead of just being able to buy your way out of problems, you're now facing potentially years in prison and you have to worry if you're Deshaun Watson about becoming the NFL's version of Bill Cosby or the NFL's version of Jeffrey Epstein. This is a monster issue going forward for Deshaun Watson, and it ain't getting better at all for him any time in the near future. All right, we're about to be joined by John Morosi. Break down that Dodgers start, the Braves start, the Yankees, the Red Sox. Uh, how does Fernando Tatis's health look? What's going to happen with the big Padres and uh, Dodgers series? Everything in Major League Baseball about to be happening. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when 
when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be we are joined now by John Morosi, our Major League Baseball insider. And, uh, John, we talked earlier. We haven't talked to you since uh, the Major League Baseball All-Star Game decision. But earlier in the show, I was looking at a morning consult story. And it said the net favorability rating for Major League Baseball, according to their poll, and they do like monthly polls, I guess, kind of gauging what Republicans and Democrats think about different sports leagues. In the wake of the All-Star Game, Republican support, net favorability, moved from a net plus 47, which was the highest of all of the sports for Republicans, all the way down to a net plus 12. What is the long-lasting impact here for Major League Baseball? Do you think Rob Manfred has been surprised by the vociferousness of the, uh, of the response disagreeing with his action, which seems to me, I could be wrong, but seems to me to be more pronounced than the praise for his action? How would you assess this? obviously a lot of dynamics at play here and, and first of all the commissioner hasn't really articulated uh, what his response has been so far uh, to the to the reaction uh, to the decision on the all-star game what i would say is a couple things number one this decision i believe made by rob manfred was done 
with truly the, the overall interest of the sport as it exists today and the, the overall family of the sport as from a standpoint of the, dealing with the players and, and that dynamic there, owners, players. I realize there are other factors at work here, including the fans and, and their opinions of it, but where I think the decision eventually came from was in the weeks ahead, if the game was still in Atlanta, players themselves would be asked about this consistently. Uh, week after week, are you going to go? Are you not going to go? Are you going to boycott the event? Are you not? And that would have been in many ways, Clay, the, the overriding conversation within the sport. Uh, now, I realize there is certainly a lot of discussion around the sport, especially in Atlanta. I, I understand uh, the, the feelings about that right now. But I think from a standpoint of, of getting this season moving again, and at least within the baseball family, as I described it, players to owners and the teams at the club level, keeping them on somewhat of a, of a coherent forward-moving path without having the, the distraction of being asked repeatedly on the player side of things, are you going, are you not going, is the manager going, are you not going, that would have become a distraction. Now, has there been some negative reaction to it? Obviously there has been, but I think this was really and truly, Clay, a, a cost-benefit analysis done by the commissioner about what was in the best interest of the group that that's putting the sport on right now in the midst of the pandemic. And I think by that score, that was the guiding principle of the decision that he made. So if he had said, and this is my, uh, this is my argument, regardless of politics, if he had said just straight up, hey, we believe that given the fact that we're honoring Hank Aaron and given the fact that Atlanta has a majority black population, certainly in the city and even in the Cobb County where the stadium is, which, by the way, is in the basic outskirts of Atlanta, it has a large black population as well, that the economic impact, if you uh, believe the studies, could be around $100 million, that we are actually hurting uh, the businesses that would be able to benefit them, many of which are minority-owned. And so we're going to keep the All-Star game in Atlanta, but... I would certainly say that any player, coach, or executive who doesn't have, uh, doesn't feel like I'm making the right decision here, they don't have to play in the game. Or if they decide to play in the game, they can come to Atlanta and make whatever argument or political statement they feel necessary to make during the course of the All-Star game. I tend to think, and I don't know if you agree with me, John, that if he had said that and he had articulated it in a strong fashion, that people would have moved on and individual players could have made decisions and individual coaches could have made decisions. But I don't think that they would have been consistently asked about it because the storyline gets boring between now and July. Now, when it gets to be July 7th or 8th or whatever, and we're figuring out exactly who's in the All-Star game, but I look at it through the prism of, and you, you know this as an NFL guy who pays at least a little bit of attention, there are a lot of times when tons of NFL pro bowlers don't show up at the pro bowl, not because they're protesting something going on in Hawaii or Orlando or wherever it's being played that year, but just because they've got an injury or they want to get back to being healthy. The NBA players, many of them did not want to be at the all-star game this year because of COVID. Uh, I believe that was in, was that in Atlanta? I think that was in Atlanta as well. And they still showed up and they, and they most, most of them played, but if they didn't, it's not that big of a deal. I guess what I'm getting to is, I feel like guys not playing in the all-star game is really not that big of a story and it wouldn't last that long. Well, that, 
that that part of it, Clay, is is possible. And it's again, it's hard to know exactly how it would have played out in the weeks ahead. I I, I do think just from having been involved in in the way that All Star games are covered, it, it would have been a prevailing story at the player level. And the decision that Rob Manfred made did a couple things. Number one, it took the heat and the scrutiny away from the players and centralized it really on himself. And it also, I think from the standpoint of last season and the Players Alliance forming last summer and, and a lot of conversation and attention being given um, to combating racial injustice in the country, that this was a chance for him to to make a fairly strong statement, I would say a very bold statement, to, to say that I'm not just going to issue a press release or, or, or use words here, that this is going to be a fairly big action behind their, his support of what the Players Alliance movement is in the sport. The other thing, Clay, that it's hard for us to know is what kind of pressure, and I, I truly do not know this, what kind of pressure were the corporate sponsors for the event giving to Major League Baseball? Were they, were they saying that it would have helped them for the game to not be in Atlanta from the standpoint of their corporate support, sponsorship-wise? I, I don't know. That, that, but that has to be one dynamic of the overall equation. And I, I think the ultimate question, too, Clay, is, is there have been in the past, in the recent past, issues where fans have problems with commissioners and sports leagues. It happens all the time. There are, there are issues of various kinds that you might have, whether it's about officiating in a different sport, etc. And the question, one of the unknowns is, how does your feeling, if you're a fan who doesn't like this move, how is your feeling about the commissioner affecting your loyalty to your own team? I think a lot of fans separate the two. And I, I think that in the survey that you mentioned, Clay, there may well be fans who who maybe they drop their approval rating of baseball as a result of one decision, but they're probably still going to love their own team because that's their town. And I do think that... Sorry sorry to cut you off, but I do think that happens with the NFL too. Like, I think what a lot of people do is they follow their own team but they may not as aggressively be fans of the sport in general, which is honestly kind of the challenge baseball has in a larger context, right? The the sport itself is wildly strong on a regional basis, right? Like, i.e., if you're in Atlanta, you're way more likely to be an Atlanta uh, Braves fan than you are, for instance, an Atlanta Hawks fan, just using Atlanta as an example. But the NBA on a national level is much more popular than Major League Baseball. That is, you're more likely to watch the Lakers play against the the Celtics or whoever they might be playing uh, that was who the Lakers were playing last night than you are to watch your local team right does that make sense like the NBA is stronger on a national level weaker on a regional Major League Baseball stronger regionally weaker national I would agree with that general characterization. And I, and I think that, for example, we're, we're talking about the Braves and, and the game obviously was going to be in Atlanta. Now it's going to be in Denver. And I wonder, and you're obviously regionally close in your family connections to the Braves, I think it's an interesting thought exercise to say the excitement right now around Ronald Acuna Jr., his tremendous start, looks like the MVP early on. Certainly in Atlanta, there's obviously going to be people that are not happy with the decision, and many of them about, about the All-Star game. But I'm sure there's still 
excited about Acuna. The other question is, broadly speaking, if you talk to a fan in St. Louis, a fan in Texas, a fan here in Michigan, a fan in Wisconsin, how do they feel about Acuna? And the reality is, to the point you just made a moment ago, Clay, they're much more excited about their own team. (laughs) A Tiger fan is talking about Casey Mize and his start. The Brewers fan's talking about their young rotation. And I think this is now where we've had, I think it speaks, Clay, to the challenges of this particular sport. Of the offseason with the contract he signed and the cover stories and everything else for Fernando Tatis Jr., tremendous hype. Then he gets hurt. And, and now Acuna's kind of passed him by. Baseball is such a hard sport, Clay, to be a great player where Mike Trout has been year after year after year the best player on the planet, and yet it's still in some ways hard for him to achieve stardom on a level of Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady in our country. And that's something that baseball at some point has to try to make some inroads on, but it's tough. As you point out, we are much more connected in this sport to our local heroes and teams than we are nationally. Speaking of the national picture, by the way, uh, updated odds to win the MVP, and obviously we're only about a tenth of the way, not even that, through the season so far. Ronald Acuna Jr. is now up to the favorite, right? He is plus 350. Uh, and Fernando Tatis Jr. all the way down to 30 to 1. And by the way, Mookie Betts, obviously you mentioned uh, the Dodgers a bit, I think, there. They have been roaring and rolling. And then you look at the AL MVP odds right now, and Mike Trout is a prohibitive favorite at plus 215. Am I crazy to say this? Would you agree with me so far? Mike Trout, best player in the American League, and Acuna Jr., the best player in the National League to this point. I agree. And Acuna, you think about Thursday's game, Clay, and this is where I know it's early. I have been an MVP voter in the past. There's always a little bit of narrative work that goes into how you vote, and you look yes. at not just the story of a, uh, the numbers, but the season. You, Thursday's game for the Braves was a game they really had to have. They had been playing poorly, and Acuna goes out, hits his seventh home run of yes. the year. I had to double-check that when I looked at the box score. The seventh home run, Clay, on Thursday. He Acuna, for me, and, and obviously Trout's dominance in the American League has been an ongoing story for basically a decade. But the thing about Acuna that I think is interesting, and I, I've talked to him before, not at length, but I've, I've been around him a little bit. I really believe, Clay, that he looked around, he saw the attention that Juan Soto was getting in the same division, the attention that Tatis was getting. Of course, his own teammate, Freddie Freeman, is the reigning NL MVP. And I, I believe that he went into this offseason and this season and said, okay, I'm going to prove everybody that I'm the best player in the league. And I, he hasn't quite said that in as many words, but I think that was his thought process. And, Clay, he's, he's doing it right now. It's fun to watch. We're seeing a player who has supreme world-class talent who now has a, a super sharpened focus uh, on what he wants to prove this year. He also, let's not forget, came within one win of the World Series last year. And there's a lot on the line here for this team. This is a window for them to win. They're off to a sluggish start, but he has kept them afloat, and I would agree with what you said. Uh, he is the best player in the NL. Trout's the best player in the AL, uh, and, and the Angels are having a little bit of a more consistent start to the year, so maybe, Clay, maybe Mike Trout finds a way to make it to the postseason for only the second time in his active Major League career. We're talking to John Morosi, Major League Baseball Insider. He works with Fox Sports, FS1, and he does for Fox Sports Radio break down the league in general. Okay, let's go to the Dodgers. Expectations were high for the Dodgers coming off their first World Series since 1988. Shortened season, but they, as you mentioned, came back from a 3-1 series deficit uh, and won the NL over the Braves. Three straight wins. They 
now are sitting at plus 350. The Yankees are at 6 to 1, the Padres 9 to 1, the White Sox 10 to 1, Mets up to 11 to 1, 13 to 1 on the Braves. The poor uh <laughs> I say poor Minnesota <laughs> Twins because they just can't win in the postseason no matter right. what. They're at 14 to 1. All right. Are the Dodgers what you expected? I just ran through the favorites there, the seven or eight teams that are most favored so far. Anything surprising to you out of the gate so far? Well, the Dodgers, they're incredible. Uh, They've got Cody Bellinger on the injured list, and and then they call up a 33rd round pick from Central Michigan University, Zach McKinstry, and now all of a sudden he's been one of their best hitters so far this season. That is the depth of this team. They lost Kike Hernandez. They lost Jock Peterson to free agency, and they're still great. They still have depth. And, And this is what happens, Clay, when you have a lot of really smart player development people layered on top of great scouting people, layered on top of a world-class budget that's the biggest in the National League, they just keep winning. And, and they have the best chance probably that we have seen since the Yankees of the late 90s to be a true dynasty because they have the financial resources in a way that the Royals had developed this player development apparatus seven, eight years ago, but they didn't have the same payroll. It was not built to, to, to endure the way the Dodgers are. The Dodgers are off to this great start. They, well, they have the Padres now this weekend. Uh, in a series that we've been looking forward to for months, uh, back-to-back weekend series, Dodgers-Padres. And, and I think we're going to see. And there's some thought that Tatis will come back and play tonight in the series opener. So that's exciting if, if, if it ends up being that way. But I think, Clay, there's still a gap. And, and this weekend would not close the gap, even if the Padres swept. It would not say that, oh, the, the, the gap is closed. The Dodgers are still the best team. It's now just a question of can someone really meaningfully do it over the long season? Because one of the, the key key parts of why this team is so formidable, Clay, is the way they're able to distribute the workload with their pitching staff. They never have to go to the same five starters all season long. They're able to, to keep guys fresh. They do it every year. The Padres, of course, they finally get the no-hitter. What a great story that was a week ago with Joe Musgrove. But I still think even if the Padres win this series or sweep it, the Dodgers remain the team to beat in the National League. Uh, what else is standing out to you? Uh, the Red Sox have been a bit of a surprise. The Brewers, um, in general, as we break down everything, uh, what else is, uh, stands out to you? Sure. The Red Sox, with that incredible streak, uh, the nine games in a row that they won, I did not see that coming. I, I had yeah. some real questions about the way they were built. Uh, and, and they still may have a tough time in the AL East. But I tell you, Clay, that AL East is much more balanced than I thought. The Yankees maybe are not quite as good as I expected them to be. They're starting below 500 as we speak right now. So I, I think the AL East is wide open. We can even see Toronto with George Springer once he's healthy getting into the conversation. Uh, and then out west, the Mariners playing better than expected. The A's, a little slower start. I, I really like what the Mets have done. Of course, they've had a lot of interruptions, COVID postponements, and, and rainouts as well, but they look strong early. I think for me, the Cubs and their struggles, I, I really believe, Clay, that as we talk about one of the great stories in sports in our lifetime, the Cubs finally winning the World Series. And you look at it now, five years later, Theo Epstein is gone, uh, Joe Madden is gone, and, and if they don't turn this thing around quickly, and I mean in the next month or so, we're going to start hearing by the time we're into late May and June, trade talks. Trade talks yeah. involving names that we know, Bryant, Rizzo, Baez. So I think the Cubs right now are on the precipice of what could be a pretty dramatic sell-off this season. 
We talked about this a little bit earlier in the show. This is not baseball related, but you live, if I remember correctly, in Ann Arbor, which is obviously where the University of Michigan is located. Are you aware, and you may well be aware, that the University of Michigan has the number one basketball recruiting class in the nation? Yes, I now and, and Clay, I can't quite go chapter and verse on all of the all the prospects, but I do know that they've got the number one recruiting class coming in, and I, I just saw the news Eli Brooks is coming back, which is great. Uh, phenomenal job by Juwan Howard. He has built an incredible team, and and uh, we, we I know we talk a lot about Michigan football, Clay, but I, I'll say this: I'll make this pronouncement. Uh, you can attribute it to me, although others have said it. It's a basketball school now. It's a Michigan is a basketball school. There is much more talk in this town right now about hoops. I think uh, I, I, certainly it's still there for football. Obviously, th- there is a passion for that team, and, and whenever whenever it happens, who knows when, they'll beat the Buckeyes. There'll be a lot of, of rejoicing. It might be 10 years from now or 20 years from now when it actually happens, but this has truly become a basketball school, and, and the amount of community support for Juwan and his team has been extraordinary. Baseball's been doing it for a long time, right, where a guy might have been a former player and he ends up coaching. Obviously, back in the day, we even had player managers. But Jawan Howard seems to represent, in many ways, a paradigm shift in the world of basketball and football as it pertains to who gets head coaching jobs, meaning former players are now ascendant in both leagues. Well, sure. And Juwan, he went to the NBA, and, and he did those jobs all the way up the ranks. Yes. He, he earned this position with a lot of really hard work over a long time. He played in the league for as long as he did on some great teams. And then he did the work at the NBA level to really prepare himself for this moment where he comes in, and, and John Beeline obviously did a very good job for a long time. But Juwan has put his own mark on this, uh, on this program. The players, you can tell they respond to him so well. Clearly, he's a great recruiter. Uh, it's going to become a destination. You know, the, the, the arena is tremendous. The facilities here are great. Uh, it really, he, he has done, Clay, in an ironic way, he has done what people thought Jim Harbaugh was going to do. It's basically the, a good that point. stamp of, of a legend and, and coming back. And also, I think in many ways, he's someone who, you think back to the origin of the Fab Five, and he was the first of the group to come. He was the first to commit. And then eventually, Chris Weber, who was originally going to go play at Michigan State, was was one of the last ones. And so Juwan, I think, has always been an ambassador. He was that way when he was 18, when he got the rest of the group to come, uh, largely. And, and he's always been an ambassador in the years since then. Uh, he's just been a great representative of the university. And, and as we speak now, uh, the, the excitement for this program is probably the highest that it's been uh, probably since the Fab Five. Outstanding stuff as always, John. Enjoy the games this weekend. We appreciate you getting up with us, and uh, we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Clay. Whether it's hoops, baseball, football, always enjoy the the wide-ranging discussions, my friend. Look forward to the next one as well. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's me, Rob Parker. Check out my weekly MLB podcast, Inside the Parker, for 22 minutes of piping hot baseball talk featuring the biggest names and newsmakers in the sport. Whether you believe in analytics or the eye test, we've got all the bases covered. New episodes drop every Thursday, so do yourself a favor and listen to Inside the Parker with Rob Parker on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts. You know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installer. 
installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. It doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com sports to see their Yokohama test results, tire ratings, and consumer reviews. And be sure to check out all the current special offers. Great tires and a great deal. What more could you ask for? That's TireRack.com sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome back. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Montel Jordan, this is how we do it. We found out this is how an owl does it. Maybe a red tail hawk. We'll talk about exactly what I'm talking about now. If you have not been listening to the entirety of the show, Danny G uh, brought the heat. Deb Carson really brought the heat. Special animal Thunderdome. I think we may need to bring in Deb Carson, honestly. Maybe next week, honorary role as animal Thunderdome expert. I'm going to explain exactly. First of all, I encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss any of the show that we have put on for you so far today. Joe Kinsey was fantastic in hour one. Todd Furman uh, in hour two. John Morosi in hour three. As we head into the next to last weekend before the uh, NFL draft, I want to remind you as well that we're going to be doing a fun NFL draft party uh, in downtown Nashville. Dub, I hope you will be there. I hope a lot of our listeners will be there as well. Uh, with the OutKick 360 guys, we are going to be out in downtown Nashville throwing a party for the first round of the NFL draft on Thursday, April 29th. That is 13 days from now. Should be a lot of fun. And there is a lot of drama all of a sudden. As uh, we talked about with Todd Furman in the second hour and also talked about some at the top of the third hour, We now have Justin Fields surging to the lead as the potential draft pick of the San Francisco 49ers. So Justin Fields is out there right now. We talked a lot about Mac Jones having a lot of steam behind him. We know Trevor Lawrence is one. We know Zach Wilson is going two. Uh, But if you follow the gambling odds markets, Justin Fields, in the wake of his second pro day, has now surged into the favored position overall for the San Francisco 49er draft pick. So this will be fun uh, to follow and see exactly how all of that breaks down. Uh, But we will see going forward exactly how that ends up shaking out. But I hope people are going to be able to come and hang out with us at our uh, NFL draft event, which to me is going to be a lot of fun and I can't wait uh, for you guys to hopefully some of you be able to be there. But I'm still a little bit shook, I'm not going to lie, about seeing that headless rabbit in my backyard. I don't, I've never seen a headless rabbit before. And so when we were throwing baseball in the backyard and suddenly I see a headless rabbit, I'm like, oh my God, what's going on? And for Deb Carson to come in with the big win and info and Danny G follow up with it, I really want to know where the hawk and or the owl that just ripped that rabbit's head came from and when that happened and how it went down. I mean, this is kind of a crazy story, don't you think? Absolutely. I mean, I, I was on the same thinking as you were with the fox. Like, I thought I was it was a cat, fox, like coyote, something like I don't that. Know, something, yeah, something coyote would legs. be tough to get into my backyard. But. That's true. But the owl... It makes so much sense because it wouldn't be able to carry the whole thing away. It goes down, it gouges the eyes, it eats the brain, and it gets out of town totally un- unwatched. And it was uh, just a great call by Deb Carson. I think she, I think she nailed it. I think that's the answer. I think that solves the mystery of why there is a. I mean, it's a decent sized rabbit. It's not like it was a baby rabbit. There's a big rabbit carcass in my backyard, no head, 
And I was just like, oh my, like, where did the head of the rabbit go? Like, what kind of devious shenanigans are going on in my backyard? And I think Deb's right. I think it was probably an owl or a hawk. And as it was potentially, it didn't even get the animal probably in my backyard. It's probably grabbed the head, got it with its talons, with its claws. And then the head is remaining in the talon and the claws and the rest of the body just falls. Can you imagine if you were like just driving around and suddenly a rabbit, headless rabbit just lands on your car? I mean, I would think somebody was out to get me for sure. It's a little bit like getting the horse's head back in Godfather. Uh, I appreciate all of you. I encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss uh, a single minute of action on OutKick. Give us five stars. Danny G will read them. I appreciate all of you. This has been the Friday edition of OutKick. Have fantastic weekends. We'll be back same bad time, same bad channel on the Monday edition of the program on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Top Thrill 2 is like no other course. Two 420-foot vertical speedways, three launches. All right, let's talk strategy. Copy that, driver. Go for maximum acceleration off the start. Measure that. You've got a short straightaway to push from 0 to 74 on the first vertical speedway. And what about the rollback? Rollback will set you up for an explosive reverse climb 420 feet in the sky so you reach 0 Gs in total weightlessness. 420 feet of straight-up speed. Let's get it. Top Thrill 2, the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch Stratocoaster. Get your tickets at cedarpoint.com. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. we got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that. But there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on!